Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA Worldwide and camping holidays. Today we're revisiting a destination that we talked about in our very first episode, Las Vegas. In our first episode we talked to Mairead Nidal all about their experience of Las Vegas. Flying into Vegas, you see an expanse of mountains, canyons, deserts, and then the city of lights appear. It's really a city like no other. I was recently there on a familiarisation trip, and Wendy was there on her own holiday, so we thought we'd revisit it and give you some more insight into the entertainment capital of the world. So, do you want to tell us a bit about your trip there to start off? Yeah, no problem. Um, It was my second time in Vegas. Mm. I had been there on a fam trip as well. So, you probably know yourself, Eleanor, when you're on a fam trip, you're kind of on somebody else's time. Yeah. Not that it's that's a downside. It's really good. You have to a get minute to... by minute itinerary. <laughs> exactly. Where you have to be here at this time, mm-hmm. we'll be there at that time and, and so on. So when I did my own holiday for five nights in Vegas, myself and my partner, it was much different. Mm. You know, I was on my own time. We did absolutely loads. Um, we went over a weekend. So we flew out on a Saturday. Um, we flew Dublin, London, and then your long 10-hour flight from London direct into Vegas. Um, one thing will always stick out in my mind is actually coming into land mm. in Vegas because you're landing right beside a hotel called the Mandalay Bay. And y- you wouldn't even believe that the airport can be as close to the Strip <laughs> as it is. Yeah, it's insanely close. Uh, unbelievable. And then, you, you know, you just essentially see all these giant skyscrapers <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Out of nowhere. Uh, literally, literally out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Who'd you fly with? I flew with Virgin. Okay. And they would probably be price-wise the best airline to, to fly okay. to, to Vegas with. Um, very comfortable aircraft there. They would have um, the, the, the two wild aircraft. So lots of space, lots of food, lots of drinks, <laughs> lots <laughs> of Ideal movies. for 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, because the, their entertainment system is fantastic as well. You have your own seatback monitor. Um, you can choose from like, I think it was like 50 different films, um, loads of TV. You can play games with other passengers on board, but they don't know who you are. You know, it's like mm. an interactive thing. Um, you've got radio stations, everything. You can get Wi-Fi if you want at a charge. We didn't bother. We just watched movies and had a drink, had a sleep and so on. Mm. Um, you know, you, you when you're arriving there, then there's an eight hour time difference. So we found we, you know, we were up about 26 hours when we eventually oh did go to bed. Yeah, I was the same. And even then I was only in bed, I'd say three hours before it's like awake again right, time to get going now <laughs> yeah and that's and that's what it's like mm. you know it does take you a couple of days to get used to that time difference yeah but once you get there it's it's absolutely fine you know very hot at this time of the year oh too hot how like, hot was it 40, 40 degrees, degrees. Yeah, yeah most days 40 degrees but going in to see the hotels is one of the big attractions over there and when you go inside, it's really cool because yeah, everywhere has super air conditioning, super, super air conditioning. Yeah. Mm. So sometimes you'd actually need to carry a little card, you know, whatever with you, because when you go inside, it is quite cool. Really? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What hotel did you stay in? I split my five nights. I stayed three nights at the Stratosphere, which is on the very, very northern end of the Strip. Mm. So 
it, it, it's kind of away from everything. It's a, a quieter end of the strip. Um, and then I did my last two nights in Paris, Las Vegas, which is, to me, it's kind of slap bang in the centre. bang midstrip. Right across from the Bellagio and the fountains. Okay, and when, yeah. you, when you say that the stratosphere is at the end, is, is like, just to give a scale, is, because I've never been, obviously, is that walkable or is it a taxi or? It is walkable. But you would say most people class the Bellagio, the Cosmopolitan, the Mirage and um, that area as mid strip. OK. And to walk from the stratosphere to there, you're probably talking an hour. Mm. Oh, then, so yeah. even though when you look on a map, they look really close together. Getting from one hotel to the other because they're so enormous would take you sometimes 20, 25 minutes. Right. And even when you're walking down the strip. The road is covered by bridges, so you're up steps, you're across a bridge, you're down steps. And it's because so the traffic adds is time. crazy because you've got like three lanes of traffic on each side of the road and it's constantly go, go, go. So yeah. those bridges, basic, they, you, you basically go up over them to mm-hmm. get across the street. Okay. But even in that, that's taken kind of extra time. It's five or ten minutes compared to crossing the road, but yeah. it's still the quickest way to do it, yeah. you know. And so. sta- staying, because if you're staying in the stratosphere, as you said, you're an hour walk outside or 10 minutes drive as such, is it? 15? Yeah, but you wouldn't be getting taxis because taxis are expensive. Okay. Mm. If you wanted to get around without a shadow of a doubt, Uber is the only way to go. Yeah. It is fantastic, great service. You know, you download the app and, you know, getting from one end of the strip to the other might cost you $10. Yeah. Whereas a taxi cost us $40, even though it's essentially only 10 minutes, but you're stuck in traffic quite a lot of the time. Okay. Mm. So Uber is definitely, a, a, for me, a plus. I would definitely recommend to, to download that the Uber app. Okay, so saying that saying 10, 10 or 15, whatever minutes in, in Uber mm. on, on the way in, is is that still a benefit of staying in the stratosphere that you're staying outside of the madness or is it just you'd still no. prefer to stay no. right in, in my opinion I if I were going again I would never stay out that far okay because we you can there's a monorail going from the north end of the strip mm. it starts at the SLS hotel um and will bring you all the way down to the very southern point of the strip which is where the MGM and the Luxor, the Excalibur, those type of hotels. And everybody would know those yeah. that has been to Vegas. Um, but that's $5 a go. So when we were staying in the stratosphere, we would come out in the morning, go for breakfast, get on the monorail, which was a 15 minute walk from our hotel. Then it would be another 15, 20 minutes to get down to Midstrip on okay. the monorail. And then you're going back then in the evening to get ready to go out for dinner and you have another 20, 30 okay. minutes back. So yeah, I would rather pay the extra and stay midship. Mm. Midstrip. Midship. <laughs> um, would, would, would there be... Cruise on the um, Would there be much price difference between staying in a hotel out sort of the area, the stratosphere, as opposed to the MGM or something like that? I mean, obviously prices will vary. There wouldn't be a huge price difference. No. even like the standard rooms in, say the Venetian or the Cosmopolitan like they're not that much you, you could get them from say depending on the season anywhere from maybe 100 up to 300 a night yeah. in, mm. in say Cosmopolitan which is an amazing five star mm. hotel you could get rooms from anywhere from kind of 30 up to $100 a night for the Stratosphere okay. but I would still rather pay the extra and stay mid-strip yeah. especially mm. if you're going in June, July and August it's just when it's so hot. Yeah. Okay. Even at you don't half two in the morning it's 27, 28 degrees like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like you're just going to be sweating constantly no matter what time of the day it is. 
Right, there's no point in me asking the next question to you, Eleanor, because I know you got everything for free. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> is it a cheap place to go? Or, you know, in, in comparison to a New York or something like that, is it expensive to... Yes. Eat? It is, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it is, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, it's... If, say, for instance, you want to have your few drinks, um, I would definitely recommend going into the casinos and okay. doing a bit of gambling because once you're gambling, the waitresses will come over and they'll ask you what you want and you just tip them. So to drink in the casinos, yes, you can do, you can have a good night mm. out relatively cheaply. Okay. But if you're going out for meals, even the likes of going for, say, a burger and fries, $70 minimum for a burger, fries and maybe a Coke what? for two people. Yeah. For two people. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's $35 each, which is about, what, 30 yeah. yeah, about that. Yeah. For a burger, chips and a beer. Yeah, it's not that cheap, I suppose. Mm. No, but, you know, there, there are there are cheaper ways of doing it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. don't have to go to the most... Not, not that we went to the most expensive restaurants. We did eat, you know, rel- in the rel- che- relatively cheaper ones. Mm. Mm. It's just one of those things that everything kind of looks cheaper than it is and then they add on the tax and then you have to tip. It is a tipping culture in, especially in Vegas. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is expensive to And I think out. as well, if you look for the chain restaurants, that'll be a bit more affordable. We went to one now, obviously, as you said, everything was free for me. I didn't pay, but I did look up the prices before you came over here, and it was that was um, nice of you to do. I know, <laughs> just so just so I knew. And uh, we went to Buddy's in the Venetian, and it's by your man from um, Cake Boss. It's oh, in Italian, yes. yeah, yeah. And like the prices for there were like same as Dublin. It wasn't that expensive as all at all. Like I think in Maine was maybe twenty dollars or okay. something. Right, yeah. right. So the same kind of price as Dublin, but. Obviously, it can really shoot up. That's yeah. it. I mean, they have lots of Denny's, mm. which is kind of a, a, a quite an American tradition. Um, I, I went to a couple of them because we went for breakfast because it's that is like super good value for money. I think we were paying maybe $30 for both of us for breakfast. But that would include like your bacon, sausage, eggs, hash browns. Then you get pancakes on the side and that includes a juice and a coffee as well. It's really good. Yeah. And they, a lot of them, they open 24 hours and they do lunch mm. and dinner as well. So th- you could, if you ate in Denny's every day when you were there, yes, you could probably do it cheaper than okay. eating in some of the other okay. restaurants. Do you know what I was surprised about? How few McDonald's there were. I only saw two the whole time we were there. I was amazed. <laughs> that's, that's Considering there's two on just O'Connell <laughs> Street in Dublin. Alone. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Denny's is much better than, than yeah. McDonald's as Oh, well, I'd say so. So... so. Tell us some, and look, again, we always talk about the click and go WhatsApp and um, that's where we, we get to experience people's holidays um, and fam- familiarisation trips for free um, while, while they're away. Um, so tell us what were your, we, we know what you're going to say here and some <laughs> of them were spectacular. So what were some of the highlights for you? I was very lucky to do two helicopter trips when I was there. So one of them is called Vegas Lights and it's, basically a a helicopter ride over the strip at night so pretty it was amazing absolutely amazing but it is very short Um, I did then a second trip down to the Grand Canyon so you're picked up at McCarran Airport which is the main airport for Vegas you fly out to the um, the canyon which takes about 45 minutes you land in the canyon 
you have like a, a little brunch where they give you champagne and a little snack. Um, you get to take some pictures and then you fly back via a stop on the way to refuel the, the helicopter. And that's just with the company that I did. There are a number of different helicopter mm. trips you can do. Um, but that one is is particularly good because you get the little stop and, you know, it, it, it's it's just unbelievable. Mm. The and both of those trips. are Maverick. They were with Maverick helicopters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you get a little bit of bubbles when you're waiting for your helicopter. Mm, that's right. Well. You do. Yeah. Can't they, beat they, it. And, and it's actually quite good as well. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> for, really for good. free bubbles. Yeah. It's good bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Maverick are brilliant because they go from McCarran. Mm. A lot of the other companies go from Boulder Airport, which is about 40 minutes mm. transfer from Vegas out to the airport. So if you're doing a morning helicopter trip, you can be picked up quite early. Yeah. Whereas with Maverick, they're out of McCarran. You're only 10 minutes from the strip. And they good. include transfers to and from your hotel in yeah. the price, which is great. Yeah. Nice air conditioned plush bus. Yeah. yeah. It's fab. Yeah. And good, good value. Like. Well, the one thing I will say about a helicopter trip is they aren't cheap. Mm. No. Like that one that I did, you're probably talking about anywhere between 450 and 500 euro per person. Mm. And the flight over the strip is 104 per person. Yeah, so that that one is much cheaper because mm. of the fact, yeah, I think you're only anywhere between 12 to 14 12 minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a short one. Yeah. But if you want to do a helicopter trip and you don't mind not seeing the canyon, it's the perfect one yeah. to do. If you're going for a special occasion and you really want to see the Grand Canyon, the only way to do it is by helicopter because you can do it by bus, but you're talking four hour drive out, four hour drive back, you know, so you're talking a whole day sitting on a bus, you know, yes, you will save a bit of money, but I I think going on four hours for a bus is, is just yeah. not my idea yeah, of that's happiness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's, you know, it is one of those bugger list things, I yeah. suppose, mm. that if you're going to save for a trip like this, definitely do a Grand Canyon. The one thing I will, the probably the best hint I could say, if you're going for, say, three or four or five nights or whatever, book your helicopter trip for the first day. Well, not the day you arrive, but the following day, say. And the reason for that is if the weather is anyway bad, they'll cancel it. But it means then they can push it forward to either your next day or the day after, you know. So it's just a little tip. Yeah, good tip. Good tip. So any other other good excursions you've done or I did a Cirque du Soleil show. Again, it's it's an absolute must. Which one did you do? I did um, Love. Oh, so good. That's one we did as well. It's so amazing. Unbelievable. absolutely amazing. One of the best productions I've ever seen. I'm the same. And that was my second time to see it. Oh, really? (laughs) When I went on a fam trip a few years ago, four or five years ago, we did the Love Show. Mm. And this time going back, I knew there was no doubt I wanted to do Mm. that one because it's so amazing. And I think they changed it a lot. They have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was even though it was the same music in the show, it was like seeing a different show, Mm. you know, even though essentially the same one. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Like you'll go out of it being like, God, I forgot like how much of a banger the Beatles songs are like yeah. they're so good yeah and it's nice it's a really that nice they have, uplifting evening like they have these curtains that come down and you see the clips of them when they did say concerts when mm. they were when they were big and you, ha- you hear them talking when they were in the studio and okay. it's actually them so it really kind of brings you back to their music and yeah you know, how many good songs they actually have. And what is that? That's in a hotel or a in the Mirage. In the Mirage. Okay. One of my favourite hotels. And the theatre is really good as well because it, um, no matter where you're sitting, you have a really good good view of everything. Yeah, Mm. it's great. Mm. 
the great thing I think about Cirque is even if you don't book it before you go, there are loads of box offices along the strip and they'll say, oh, come to us tomorrow. We have 40 percent off for, you know, so you, you, you will get good value tickets when you're there if okay. you don't book them before you go. Right. But again, if you do book them before you go, you're probably talking. You can, they range from where you're sitting. So um, I think it, kind of around like 70, 80 is where they start it online. Dollars. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, we also did the Blue Man Group when we were there. We paid $140 for the two of us. So what? 70 quid each. Yeah. yeah. Really a brilliant. I've seen the Blue Man Group five times in different kind of locations in the world. And I would go and see another five times. I absolutely oh, love really? it. Yeah. Yeah. Which hotel so were they good. in? In the Luxor. The Luxor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew I saw some blue faces somewhere. <laughs> I just couldn't remember where. <laughs> it's so good. It's so weird. Their tagline is... Um, hard to understand but easy or hard to explain but easy to love yeah I, so and that's exactly way to to describe it it's so odd but it's so brilliant it i saw really them is. when i was a teenager in germany and it was all in german didn't have a clue <laughs> and uh i just after it i was like oh that was amazing and then when we were on the farm one of the girls was like what exactly is the blue man group and i was like <laughs> okay, i don't know. i remember they were banging on drums yeah but i remember thinking it was very good <laughs> and that that is their their they're supposed to be, I think, aliens, okay. but they make music with household items, mm. you know, so they use buckets and they use pipes and and so on. But the, <laughs> it's it's all about acoustics. Yeah. Um, but the music is is terrific. But what they do then is very humorous, but if, in a very tongue in cheek way. Mm. So it, it is very good. Um, but it's it's one of those things you either love it or you hate it. So any other highlights? Um, God, the food. We had a list of places that we wanted to eat in before we went. And I think we hit maybe five or six of the things on our list. You know, so we wanted to do Guy Fieri's, um, which is a burger joint. Then I wanted to do Gordon Ramsay burger. Um, we went to a place called Nacho Daddy um, <laughs> down on nice. Fremont Street. And Fremont Street is... Oh, it's unbelievable. Love it. It's so weird, but it's so amazing. Like you wouldn't know. You're you're kind of looking around going, oh my God. If you like to people watch, it is the spot. We went down one night and uh, went to the shop, got a can of Pinot Grigio and just strolled (laughs) down the street. got a can Can of of Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Yeah. Great, it was like six ninety nine. Come for on, expand. I, look, you're talking to a Las Vegas virgin here, so <laughs> you know, expand on what's so weird. Um, about it. It's just the people. Like there was one guy in like pink speedos with fairy wings, just giving it socks to country music that was yeah. playing, and there was another guy dressed up as like this weird Norse goat thing <laughs> like these, these are artists are they like sort of perform just weirdos yeah. on the street as and well you know you go, you can go and get your picture taken with them obviously they, they're charged right. that's yeah. what they do and for people with mad signs to encourage you to take photos and then we're like oh no give me a tip exactly yeah. exactly. it's just a bizarre spot okay yeah. and it's it's like that weird and wonderful because there's a great atmosphere there's music pumping mm. um, you can the, watch people going by on the zip lines above that go the okay. length of the street it's that's called Slotzilla. Slotzilla, yeah. It was too packed when we were there, and then we ate. So I thought, no, there's no, no that's not a good idea. When I had just eaten, um, but it's there, there is a zip line on the strip as well down by link. the Link Promenade. Yeah, we did that the first oh, night. Right, it okay. was really good. But I think apparently Slotzilla is longer and it faster. Is, it's much so, longer, and that's down on Fremont, which mm. is like 
old Vegas, which is where Vegas started, okay. yeah, as such. Um, but it, like Fremont again is an attraction in itself. The street is just there; it's packed. There's just people everywhere, but it's all sheltered because yeah. it. And then on the ceiling, it has like an LED dome that goes the length of it. Yeah, and it's they do a light show, and that's where you're zip lining over under, I suppose. Yeah. Um, when and you they're do, upgrading do the, the LEDs, so it'll be like a light show day and night. Oh, very good. Yeah. We went at night time mm, um, and it was definitely, definitely an experience. So you should, it, it's it's without a doubt, you should do it. And like that, we got an Uber and I think it cost us $15, including a tip. Okay. That's really but good. Yeah. We got a taxi back from Fremont to Park MGM and it was like $26. Yeah. Yeah. Uber. So Uber is the way to go, mm. most definitely. Right. So your highlight Personal highlight. Um, I probably have to say the Grand Canyon. Um, it it it, it is just spectacular. Mm. Like it is spectacular. It is one of the natural wonders of the world. Um, I think, yeah, definitely Grand Canyon would probably be number one. Um, I'd say the shows. Love, I'd say, <laughs> probably my first choice. Blue Man Group is, is I loved it. Mm. And I just wanted to see it because I had seen it, you know, I'd seen it in Orlando and I'd seen it on a cruise mm. and I just wanted to, to go and, and do that. But even just walking around the hotels, like I don't even think I could pick a best moment because all of it was just, was just brilliant. Vegas is just one of those places where you're, it, every single minute of the day is different. You know, you're walking down the road and you see showgirls everywhere and you can get your photograph taken with them. The atmosphere is great. The shopping is really good. Not, not that I shop a lot, but I did a little bit and we, <laughs> we got some great bargains. Mm. You know, like $40 for a pair of Skechers. <laughs> I had paid €100 Euro for a pair of Skechers before, two weeks ago, before going on holidays. <laughs> for you your know. holiday. For the holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So great bargains. Um, but it's... It's one of those places that I went for five nights, but I still didn't see everything, mm. yeah. you know. Do you know what the amazing thing is? Every time, and obviously I said it loads of times I haven't been to Vegas, but th- what amazes me is every time we, I talk to someone, um, and invariably it's someone who has or does work in travel and does sell Vegas mm-hmm. as part of their job, what amazes me is people still come back and are amazed. Oh, yeah. And how much and more there is to do. Yeah. It's a city that, yeah. like, you have to see it to believe it. Like every it's single just person, mad. every single person I've ever spoke to that went to Vegas is in awe of mm. the place oh, and is you know dying to go back. And we didn't get to do ten percent of it. Mm. Every single person that that I've that I've spoken to mm. says exactly the same thing. Yeah. And it's so true because I was saying earlier on about the hotels being an attraction in themselves because every hotel has their own twist, mm. you know. So the stratosphere has, um, it, it's it's like a, a, a tower and it's, you go to the top of the tower and there's four different, I don't want to say roller coasters because they're not really roller coasters, but they are rides. So one is like a swing that comes off the edge of the, the tower itself. It looks terrifying. It, but it was so good. Mm. It was so good. Um, one is like a, a car that literally shoots up and then tips you off the side and then the other one is like a drop tower 
then they have one called the sky jump where you jump off the tower. Oh my God. You know, and for people that are staying at the hotel, you get a reduction for the three rides, something like $28 for the day. And you can go up and do that as many times as you want. They do have an observation tower there as well. Um, then you have the New York, New York Hotel, which is has like the roller the, coaster running through it as well, right by the pool. Yeah. And it has its like own version of the Statue of Liberty. It looks like the, the New York skyline. And it has like old kind of New York looking streets and it's class. In the hotel. Yeah. In the hotel. It's yeah. really, really cool. And they have, because I didn't go into it this time, but I believe they have um, a Coyote Ugly Bar and they have an Irish bar called the Nine, Fi- Nine Fine Irishmen. Which was transferred from Ireland to Vegas. There you go. Yeah. The nine fine five. Nine, nine Irish fine Irishmen. Irishmen. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's a really good pub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friends of mine have been to it and, and loved it. Um, then you have the Luxor, which is, you know, like it's, it's shaped like a pyramid. It's very trippy when you're inside it. It's so weird looking. <laughs> you know, it's, you just see this big black pyramid in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And when you go inside, it's the lobby of the hotel mm-hmm. and then you know that they have a theatre and they've got restaurants they have a really really good Mexican restaurant in there called Diablo Cantina we highly were recommend for there. tacos yeah we were trying to go there but it was booked out and we were going to Blue Man Group so we mm. only had an hour mm. and they said oh it's about an hour's wait but we didn't have it but there's shops between the Luxor and the Mandalay Bay and we went in there and went to another Mexican restaurant oh, nice. which was just just as good um, I, I believe because we didn't eat <laughs> at Diablo's but it, yeah. it was on my list but we didn't get to can, it. Can you, because nice. you, you said you had a big list of restaurants, can you pre-book these restaurants like before you go, can you, if, if I know I'm going in November to Vegas, can I book, you know, the Tuesday night and I'm going to be there at 10 o'clock at night to go yeah, to possibly. restaurants? Yeah, but another thing when Wendy was there and when I was there, it was restaurant week. So a lot of the restaurants had deals on so yeah. like three courses for $50 in restaurants that could cost Two hundred, yeah. three hundred dollars. Um, so you must have been in heaven, were you? Uh, stop! <laughs> I've never ate so well in my life. There was one day I wore a skirt and I could literally feel the skirt getting tighter as the day went on. Right, before, <laughs> so much food. Okay, before before you burst with excitement, let's let's ask Alan how she got on over in Vegas. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> okay, expand. Um, so I went over on a fam. Um, so it was to show off Vegas. It was with the. Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, Delta and KLM. So we flew Delta over and we flew KLM back in business class, which was pretty sweet. Mm, <laughs> it was a nice. a nice experience. It's going to be rough flying Ryanair now next economy week. Class. Yeah. Um, and we stayed in Park MGM, which is behind the Cosmopolitan and kind of opposite MGM Grand. Um, we did loads, like Wendy said, it's like minute by minute itinerary. I think we had maybe an hour, hour and a half free every day to ourselves. That was it. And that was probably sleeping, was it? That was just to get ready. <laughs> yeah. Get ready in the evening, in, out, shower, yeah. gone. Um, one of my favourite things we did, instead of doing the Grand Canyon, we did uh, zip lining in Bootleg Canyon. So it's a little canyon where like people used to make moonshine and stuff and had a little moonshine hut. And you zip lined, you went up a mountain and the guides kind of had all these stories and stuff to distract you because it was a bit of a terrifying drive. And then you hiked the last 15 minutes. Wow. And you did four zip lines, zip lining all the way back down. Brilliant. And it was unbelievable. Everybody was bricking themselves for the first <laughs> one. But afterwards, like the you adrenaline rush. Enjoy it. Oh, it was so good. And the views from the tops of the mountains across, and you could see Las Vegas in the distance. 
I'd highly recommend it. Yeah. It was lovely. That sounds brilliant. It, it was that? really, really mm. good. And it's 159 per person, but like it's... Dollars. Or dollars, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, oh, it's absolutely well brilliant. It. Yeah. yeah. For something a bit different as well. And we had done the zip line at the link the night before, so we kind of had dipped our toes in it a bit. Mm. And this lasted, I think, I think we were up there for maybe two or three hours. Really? Yeah. And the guide, they bring loads of water, so you're well hydrated. But I do it in the morning before it gets too hot. Yeah. Because even towards the last zip line, we were like, it's sweat is just too much. Yeah. Get us back into air conditioning as soon as possible. <laughs> um. And another thing we did, so that would be probably my number one highlight. Mm-hmm. My number two would be downtown. We went to the Mob Museum. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I'm obsessed with like that era <laughs> of Las Vegas and the mafia. And it was so good. It was fascinating. They had like um, a section of the wall from the Valentine's Day Massacre. They had uh, Al Capone's gun. They part of some trials for the mafia in the 50s was in the building of the mob museum mm. and it was just such a fascinating look and downstairs they have a prohibition uh, exhibition and it's like an actual prohibition bar in the evenings so oh, you can knock on the door fantastic. at five o'clock in the evening and give your password and get in and I come in? have your prohibition style <laughs> drinks and everything we didn't get down to that floor unfortunately we had to go but I'd 100% go back you could spend an entire day there and they have special things like uh, I think there's something about guns and a crime lab thing and they have a few different experiences that you can do that are kind of more immersive into the world of the mob <laughs> but I'd highly recommend it it's a really really interesting look at that this, era. this wasn't your first time or is this your first time in Vegas yeah what was your first time it was the first time for everybody on the trip so we were all going around like god wow, this is mad wow. Jesus, <laughs> Vegas is insane and this many travel agents was on the trip uh, there was 11 in total, including Trivana okay. and Teresa from Delta. But it, everyone's first time, everybody thought it was... That's great when you get all, all newbies because, yeah. you know, you're all experiencing the same thing and oh, for the first time. Mm. But I guarantee you want to go back, yeah? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> doubt. Without a doubt. And then as well, we did the the flight at night time over the strip and we did the Cirque du Soleil show both of which were just amazing it's such an amazing spot and the hotels like I was blown away by them yeah if many hotels you just stay in one hotel so we stayed in Park MGM but we visited 11 other hotels you vi- went to visit you just stayed but you'd stayed in we just stayed in Park okay, MGM yeah um, but the hotels are fantastic I'd love to actually stay in the Golden Nugget downtown for like a night or two just to properly get into Fremont Street mm. and experience it because apparently in Fremont East they did uh, loads of work so it's lo- lots of nice like little bars and restaurants and cool shopping areas so I'd like to explore that more but yeah because a lot of people wouldn't really stay down no. Fremont Street they just do it as like an evening or down yeah. in the you know yeah. in the morning time and um, but essentially that is where Vegas began yeah you know so and you can even see it in the hotels so the hotels that were very much started back in the day like the golden nugget or on the strip the flamingo you walk in any door and you're into the casino yeah whereas every other hotel you walk in the door it's reception and casinos off to the side so you can see how there's the big big focus on the yeah. money back in the mm. day 
And the flamingo, everybody will know the flamingo. It's that that's the kind of iconic, iconic one on the strip. Yeah, it's opposite you watch, Yeah, and if you watch any program that has Vegas or any movie, mm-hmm. it'll always show you those like the f- feathers on the flamingo when they're yeah. you know they're they're flashing. And it's one thing that when we stood outside the flamingo, I was like, oh god, yeah, I remember this from CSI and every movie you've ever watched that has Vegas in it. It'll always be shot outside the flamingo, so it's quite an iconic hotel. Yeah, it's just an amazing spot. And we saw the most expensive hotel suite in the world, which was pretty cool. Where yeah. was that? What hotel was that in? Uh, in the Palms. Oh, right. Okay. It's um, It was all designed by Damien Hurst, the artist, and it cost 100000 per night, minimum stay of two nights. Wow. And then like Dollars an extra... Dollars or euros? Dollars. Okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> and then like an extra 10,000 for I think like concierge and drinks and food and stuff in it and you had to sign a waiver or a contract or something before you stayed in it to say that no artwork would be damaged or stolen and even the hotel manager showed it to us and he had never seen it oh my god yeah. so we were all going around with our phones like oh my god oh my god this is insane and did they tell you who has stayed there no, they no? didn't. But apparently, Pam's is big for the celebrity. So apparently, when Gaga's doing her residency, she stays there. Yeah. Cardi B stays there. Like it, Jennifer Lopez was there the weekend before us, and we saw one of the suites that she's or the type of suite that she stayed in. But yeah, Brilliant. spectacular. Yeah. Oh, all the suites <laughs> that we saw were just unbelievable, and the, even the standard hotel rooms. I was telling my aunts, I was like, oh, yeah, you'd really like um, the Venetian and even the standard room is lovely. And they were like, God, the standard room, like what kind of divey room would you be putting us in? No, and amazing. I showed them photos and they were like, Jesus, that's actually lovely. I yeah, was like, yeah, for, no, it's fab. Even the standard rooms are great. I think you're, we were, when, I, when we both came back, yeah. we were talking about hotels. Mm. And I think we both said the Cosmopolitan was our favourite. Oh, 100%. Love the Cosmopolitan. It's so trendy. Yeah. It's so nice. Such a lovely atmosphere. The rooms are sleek. And unlike other hotels, everything feels a lot more compact. Exactly. So like you're all not the restaurants. walking for miles through a casino before exactly. you can find the lift to the when hotel you, room. When you go in the door, the reception is there and the lifts are beside the reception. The casino's off in another bit mm. and all the restaurants are on the one floor around each other. Whereas in the MGM Grand, I'd say we were walking for half an hour oh, to get out of the hotel. Oh, three times I got lost in the MGM so trying to find big. the monorail. It's like a city in a hotel. Yeah. Like you're walking through it and it's like a massive shopping centre. You forget you're in a hotel at yeah. all. Yeah, but they do have. If anyone listening is very much into health and wellness, they have a really nice room type called um, stay well rooms, which are only like twenty dollars more expensive than their standard room, and they have like vitamin C infused showers <laughs> and uh, hypoallergenic bedding and all natural cleaning products and like a specific wellness healthy food menu and. Yeah, because the corridor had its own like smell that. and everything mm. and it was just oh it was fab they really think of everything don't they they really yeah. do no I loved about the Cosmopolitan that the rooms some of the rooms had a terrace mm. and some of them overlooked the Bellagio fountains which are stunning it, it's just you would think how on earth who came up with this it's literally like the fountains dance to different songs and they, I think it's every half hour mm. or every hour or something like that they come on. Yeah. But if you had a terrace, mm, if you had a terrace suite, because uh, it gets really packed around the lake itself. Just um, sit there and watch them. Yeah. On your on your own terrace. 
you know, you pay a little bit extra to have one of those rooms, but it's certainly worth it. The rooms themselves are are just gorgeous in the Cosmo. Mm. They're lovely. And I think they recently did a lot redid a lot of them that seemed to be the main theme in the 11 hotels everyone was like yeah they were recently renovated recently refurbished so everything is it's it's I, it's almost like the hotels have this whole keeping up with the joneses thing yeah they you do. know when one hotel renovate then the, the next one will say oh let's do it as well mm. because the cosmopolitan is not that old no and um, there there's three hotels right in the center area there i think the area is actually called city center and you have the Cosmopolitan, the Aria, the, Aria, the, the Vidara. Vidara. Um, the Vidara is non-gaming, but it's an all-suite hotel. Mm. So for, say, for families that are going, you'd get a room in there, say, for five or six people. And it would be, even though it's right smack in the centre of the Strip, you'd get a really good rate on it for a family. Mm. And, you know, families might like the idea of having a hotel that has no casino in it. Yeah. Would would families, would it really be a place for families to go? Surprisingly. Loads I yeah. saw kids. so many kids. Yeah, I was we shocked the at the amount of kids I saw. Us, and especially, I think as well, because there's hotels like the Excalibur, the Luxor and Circus Circus, they're kind of more geared towards, or maybe not the Luxor as much, but like the pool area seem to be quite mm. family oriented. Yeah. So they seem to cater for that market because a lot of Americans would just... Yeah, well that's, I mean, that's where it's go going. Like, holidays. Like, I can only relate to where, you know, we went as a family to New York and that mm. would have been something that I wouldn't really have thought enough would have been a family destination and it was massively a family destination yeah. that's that's why I'm asking the question about, about Vegas and I'm getting the impression that all these destinations now really are becoming mm. they family. cater for everyone yeah, yeah. and everyone. like even hotels having roller coasters and stuff and yeah like that's mm. straight up family yeah and absolutely. even when you think of Vegas you think oh Jesus a bit seedy but you could wouldn't even I mean, no if you want to like find seedy areas, you could find seedy areas, no bother. But, but if you didn't you want could to, be you oblivious. Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And the down where the Link Hotel is, the Link is really trendy. It has a really cool little promenade area, and it's it's brilliant down that area. Yeah. It's all pedestrianised. You've got the high roller, which is like the a London big Eye. Ferris wheel. And then you've got the zip lining. The zip lining. You've got loads of different little shops, bars, restaurants. And all on a pedestrianised street, mm. you know. So if, you know, I, I suppose a lot of people think, oh, go to Vegas and you're going to gamble. Myself and Sean hardly gambled at all. We did a little bit just to, just to get like a drink. $20 <laughs> just to, just get, to drink. get a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just, just to say that we had done it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. certainly it wasn't the only thing that we thought, oh, well, this this is all there is to Vegas. There's, there's so much more. Mm. Yeah, the yeah. only time I sat on a chair in the casino was when someone was gone to get a key <laughs> during our tours of the hotel who didn't do any gambling when I was there right okay I won six dollars oh nice <laughs> put one dollar in I got six dollars back and three drinks um, <laughs> so I know you're bursting to get onto the food but yeah <laughs> tell us come on okay so I have a little list here of everything we ate <laughs> <laughs> so as I mentioned buddies in the Venetian so everything we had, we had it like family style. So everyone was sharing. And I had some of the best meatballs I've had in my life. They were so, so, so good. And I had a, a chocolate Nutella cake that came with salted oh. caramel ice cream. Mm, wow. It was so chocolatey. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh, the cannolis as well were like straight out of Italy. They were amazing. absolutely, absolutely so This delicious. is Carlos Bakery. Carlos Bakery guy, Cake Boss. Yeah, and yeah. he has a little bakery just across from it. Um, and probably our fanciest meal was Scotch Prime and Pam's. It's a steak and whiskey restaurant. Wow. Um, 
I think someone said our menu was about 150 per person. But uh, yeah, it was pricey, but it was... It's a great thing about a fam trip. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I felt so fancy. Isn't, isn't, the gr- isn't it great so what good. the staff do in Click and Go to pass on all these... Absolutely. All it this was knowledge to our, yeah. to our clients. Really so thanks, Elena. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't go on too much about that meal, but it was absolutely delicious. I was devastated we couldn't stay for dessert. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, we had to go to the show. We were running late. Um, and then another one, we went to lunch in the Golden Nugget. So this day we'd gone to the Cosmopolitan for breakfast and had that Palms dinner. So I was like, I'll be really healthy at lunchtime. I'll just <laughs> order something light. Ordered a salad. Ordered a chicken salad. It was literally half a head of lettuce cut in half with a heap of, of chicken. chicken on top of it. Like... A main meal, you know, essentially, for your It'd lunch. be about the height of a small bottle of Coke. Oh that was gosh. the height of the salad. I got through about a third of it. I was actually really good value, because I looked it up online what the price was, and it was only $14. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And another girl got the Capri salad, and I'd say a whole ball of mozzarella went wow. into it, and it was about $12. So very good value for lunch in the Golden Nugget. And then, as I said, we went to the Cosmopolitan that day for breakfast to the Wicked Spoon, which... I had heard was one of the best breakfast buffets in Vegas. and It was amazing. <laughs> oh. I did a lunch buffet. Oh, so the, good. Yeah. So good. Like they had everything. everything. If you wanted pizza, you could have pizza. If you wanted eggs benedict, they were unbelievable. If you wanted dessert, they had a whole counter just filled with desserts. Also devastated. I didn't have enough time to eat a dessert. <laughs> I'd already had two plates. And then when I wanted to eat more... We had to go and their juices and everything. It was just fab. And that's brunch. So during the week, Monday to Thursdays, 28 or 36 at the weekend. But it's open from early in the morning until 4 p.m. So like if you went in at like one, had a big lunch sorted. Yeah. They were like, Set you up for the day. Yeah. They're like, we know her, the people who stay here tend to not be early risers. They like to sleep in late, <laughs> sleep off the hangover. So yeah. they have it so late in the day. But... Mm. The food, the food shocked me. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Yeah, yeah. it was absolutely, absolutely fab. So you're it's on a diet now. So <laughs> your number one highlight. Um, my number one highlight would be the bootleg canyon ziplining. It was fantastic, and even just seeing the hotels, mm. they, they were just fantastic. Even like the Venetian and where they have the gondolas, and apparently it's five p.m. all the time in the Venetian. That's that's how they have the sky set. So Cocktail it's, time. Yeah, it's always 5pm. But yeah, the hotels are absolutely amazing. It's just somewhere you really have to go to to fully understand. understand. Yeah. Because yeah, it's it's not like any other city you'd visit. It's just insane. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And the sheer scale of it as well. It's just mad. Because it doesn't, again, like when you're when you're looking at it from the sky, you're seeing just kind of one street with all these hotels on it but it's when you're on the street and looking up you're like holy crap like even the MGM Grand has 7,540 hotel rooms or something like that's just one hotel yeah yeah Mm. like we couldn't go to Caesars on a tour because it was at 100% occupancy (laughs) so there is no not a single free room and I'd say that is Tipping five thousand, yeah. if not six thousand rooms. Yeah, 
I found as well as you as you were saying, Eleanor, about the food. You know, getting a chicken salad, you could probably nearly order one meal between two, two. because we had on our list was the Carnegie Deli, which is famous for the Reuben sandwich. And myself um, and Sean went down on our last day and we queued up. It's in the Mirage uh, queue literally out the door. And we queued up to have this Reuben sandwich and I looked up on the menu and I seen it was $25. And I was like, $25 for a sandwich? <laughs> and I said, oh, sure, look, it's our last day. Let's go and we'll do it. So I walked up to the counter and I said, can I have two Reubens, please? And she said to me, um, well, you know, one is enough between two. And I said, right, OK, just give us one. And I couldn't even finish half the sandwich. Oh there was so much on it, but it was so good. It was so well worth it. So, yeah. you That's know, a if, good idea, actually, yeah, a split split your meals split a main course save money yeah. yeah yeah because there will be enough there will be enough between two definitely yeah oh, it's just the food sounds, so good no, it <laughs> sounds amazing I think we better wrap up before because what people won't realise is that it's like a sauna in it. it's, it's like it's like the guy the guys in Headstuff Studios uh, knew we were doing Vegas today yeah, yeah. Put, so put, it's like we're bringing us back to Vegas put yeah. on the 23, deg- 23 degrees uh, sunshine outside <laughs> And turn off the fan in here and turn up the heat. And so yeah. I feel really like I'm in, feel like I'm back like in, I'm in Vegas now. Yeah, well, that this is what it feels like, <laughs> except for the sun beaming down on you. Yeah, as well. this is what it feels like at maybe 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I hope we've gotten across both your what sound like amazing experiences mm, to yeah, everybody. Absolutely. I'm so jealous of both of you. <laughs> yeah, you and just I have suppose, to go, Stephen. I will, yeah. I know we're talking and saying, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's expensive to eat and drink, but getting to Vegas is actually pretty good value yeah. yeah you know you can get three or four night trips probably from around kind of 599 per person yeah you know so it's it's definitely it's, it's cheap enough to get there and to stay at a really nice hotel and yeah. then you just save for yeah. your spending mm. money like am, like am i right in saying that sorry Eleanor, am i right in saying that um it's becoming popular for you guys in the worldwide team now to be doing new york and vegas oh it's a big twin yeah. center yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or we do a lot of say, um, you know, you can do the West Coast and then finish off in Vegas. So yeah. start in San Francisco, drive down the Pacific Coast Highway. Amazing, amazing trip. Do L.A. for a couple of nights and then fly to Vegas mm. um, and finish off your, your holiday in, in Vegas. So we can put together Vegas with any other city or indeed two or three other cities. Yeah. You know, so we can tailor make anything really. Brilliant, brilliant. Mm. I was just going to say, like, when you think of the amount of hotel rooms, like, that's why it's it can be so cheap because there's just so many rooms. And they're all competing with one another, the hotels, to try and get you in. And one thing, one of the one of the guys showing us around the hotels, I think was the guy from MGM, he was saying because there's so many conferences and the hotels have so many conference centers like I think I saw about four different conferences when I was there. (laughs) He said, try and pick a time when there is very few if not no conferences in Vegas and then you get a cheaper room rate Again, because yeah. the hotels are desperate to fill to up fill the up. space because they have so many rooms exactly yeah mm-hmm. so it is can be really affordable to get mm. there and then just yeah save up yeah plan out before you go book your tickets for things in advance yeah that's it exactly yeah and just I mean if anything else talk to the guys in sales talk mm. to Wendy uh, and whoever else in sales has been there and you'll you'll get all their wealth of knowledge and yeah. experience mm-hmm. We're happy to that's, about it. that's what they're there for that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what they're there for yeah brilliant great cool thanks guys thank you that's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast thanks to Wendy Stephen and as always thank you for listening 
Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcasts, the destinations and the travel topics that we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast.clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous ones, please subscribe, rate or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be talking about a slightly lesser known Costa in Spain, Costa Almeria. So until then, goodbye.